Hello, and welcome to The Good Night Show with me, Daniel Van Kirk. It's Thursday, September 24th, around 12 a.m. Rochelle, Illinois time, and I am glad that you are here. Hey, you can become a part of this show. All you have to do is send me your positive stories, sex and relationship advice questions, and recommendations for things to read and watch. All you have to do is text me or leave me a voicemail by calling 609-955. That's 609-644-4855. Or email thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. You can be following The Good Night Pod at The Good Night Pod on Instagram as well as Twitter. Tonight is a big night. It's bingo night at 7 p.m. Rochelle, Illinois time. And today is Thursday, so it really depends on you listening to today's drops for that whole tonight thing to be relevant. But there are a few tickets left if you would like to join in and play bingo with me. And guess what? It's going to be a great time. We're going to be playing some tunes, a lot of 70s and 80s light rock. We are playing bingo. We're going to be winning prizes. I'll tell you guys right now because you're part of the Good Night Gang. We're going to be giving away cookies. Yeah. You could win your own gift certificate for some three's best, three best cookies. And uh, it's really, really good. Like, they're great. If you've heard me talk about them on Pen Pals, you already know. Plus, we'll be giving away other stuff. We'll be doing a 50-50 raffle. And that 50 side, that is for the bingo group. We're going to break that up in uh, probably a couple of games. And you have a chance of winning some money. Plus, the best part of all, there's going to be some surprise guests dropping in to call numbers. Some comedian friends of mine, they're going to show up. So it'll be a lot of fun. Just go to danielvankirk.com. Also, next week, um, or I guess the week at, when is what? Wednesday the 30th. Is that next week? Yeah. We're doing game night. There's a happy hour game night at 6 p.m. Rochelle time and a night owl game night. Those are two great hangs because it's not really a show. It's a hang. And that's at 9 p.m. Rochelle time for the night owl version. If you'd like to join in, there's a few spots available. Go to danielvankirk.com. Last but definitely not least, let's welcome into the producer, welcome into the show, the producer of the Good Night Show, my friend, Mr. Noah Everhart. Noah, good night to you. Good night to you, Daniel. So... Today is going to be a little bit different, at least at the beginning. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what new no knows? And who knows what's now? Because I have an announcement. I have uh, something to say that is, I guess, a little somber, but it's also totally okay. Um, I have loved doing the goodnight show. It has been a project that I would say fully encompassed everything I wanted to do in the context of like a nightly general topic, light and fun, pop culture, history, discussion, podcast, radio show. And um, I want to thank all of you for joining me in this endeavor to make this show we always said at the beginning, like this was something that I'd been mulling around and planning and wanting to do for a long time. And then once our world changed in March, I found myself with more time and not leaving town as much or at all. 
with the exception of going to get a pinball machine. Um, but I found myself with the time to be able to really pour my efforts into making it happen. And so it wasn't a response to the world. It, it came about because of a, a space created by the world for it to be able to do it. And um, I've loved it. But I want to let all of you know that next Wednesday, the 30th, will be the last goodnight show. Um, it's been great. I love it. It's been wonderful working with Noah and Lissa and Chad Bouchard and Brendan Lynch-Solomon and CM Dugan and Ben Zyper and, and, and everybody who helps, who's helped make this show possible, all the guests that have come in and, and all the topics and everything that we've talked about. But to be honest with all of you, it really just comes down to projects and time. And I have a couple of projects coming up that are going to take up a lot of my time. And Noah will tell you, and Lisa will tell you, and anyone else whose name I just listed will probably tell you that we got into this creative endeavor, this world of creativity to be able to really do what we want. And we don't have to... I mean, sometimes we do, but for the most part, we don't have to like punch a clock. Um, you know, we 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 kind of go where the if you can forgive me for sounding like I'm hanging out with uh, whatever his name is, Keith Rainier. Um, this art, we go where the art takes us, and so I've loved doing this show, but I have to put my efforts into some other things and um throughout the rest of this i guess week of shows almost i will be filling you in on what exactly that means because guess what here's the good news the good news is is that the good night show is will probably and more than likely i hate to put a guarantee on anything but I, it will not be going away entirely there will be things that i plan on living on going forward. It it won't necessarily be in this format, but it will some things will still have a a heartbeat after this. And so if you have things that may be something like small town news or the back page edition, their mysteries, or who knows, maybe a couple other topics. But I would say that if you love those, fear not, because I plan on possibly having a way to still do those, but just maybe not on much as much of a frequent basis. Now, I feel like I should also address this. There's so many, so much I could tell you guys, and I, I kind of want to do it over time because I don't want to throw everything at everyone all at once. But I, I can tell you this. If you are a subscriber to the Patreon for the Good Night Show, it is also going to become um, something else. It's, it's actually going to become more of a Daniel Van Kirk Patreon. But like I said, it will still involve elements of this show, I believe. So... Obviously, if you're like, hey, I supported the Good Night Show 
in the incarnation that I loved it and it's not that anymore. Um, I, I got to put my, my seven or nine or five dollars somewhere else. I go ahead. I totally get it. But being that I'm going to create some opportunities to still be able to support the things that I do and get some of the things that you hopefully love from this show, I think that you will possibly say to yourself, I want to keep stuff like this going, so I want to continue to support. But that, I will tell you, a much more detailed explanation of all that. Maybe it'll come in the next five days as we do these shows, but it will definitely come via the Patreon. So all of you will be getting a message from me explaining exactly what's happening there. Now, Noah probably can think of like nine things I'm forgetting to say, but I just want the people listening to this to know like, this was like my thing. This was, if I could put something on you know, Dumb People Town is my thing in a way. Pen Pals is definitely me and my thing in a way. But this was entirely my project. And I'm very happy with what it became. And for every single person that found it or it was referred to you or came here via one of those other projects I just listed, you'll never know how much it means to me that you dug this too. Because all I was doing was trying to create a nightly show that I would want to listen to at night. And I don't know if I talked about it here, but the crazy thing is, is that one of the shows that inspired me, the Nick DiGilio show on WGN Radio, after 35 years, Nick, earlier this same month, was let go. That show ended. So the show that I listened to every single night went away. And I find myself, for any of you who listen to this every single night, or maybe you listen to it every single day, I find myself in the same position you might be in right now, where I'm like, what do I put on? Because this was just so easy. So I want you don't know what that means to me. And I also identify with you. Um, the great thing also is, one, like I said, things like this, elements from this show are going to live on. But the other part of it is, is like, you never know. Maybe someday I'll be like, I want to do that again for a few months. So don't, don't be too bummed if you're bummed. Be happy for all of the great fun that we had. Download as many of these episodes <laughs> as you want. If you haven't done it, this is part of the reason I'm giving you a heads up. And realize that things come and go. The projects that I'm going to replace this with could be something you completely love as well, and I can't wait to share those things with you. The ways in which this show lives on may be giving you what you only really enjoyed about this show anyway. Maybe you're a person who says, I listen on Mondays. I want to hear that small town news and listen to what Rhonda Goldsmith is up to with Mike Harkenfarker, or whatever his name is, and the news from Germania and Butson. Stuff like that's probably going to continue in some form and maybe a different format. But I've loved doing this. And uh, I'm sure I'll do it again as time goes on as we wrap this up. But Noah, I want to thank you because uh, 
I, th I think it was late March or whenever it was, I, I said, here's, you know, I have this idea I want to do and I, I don't think I can get it off the ground without your help. So um, the first of many thanks I want to give to you for uh, helping me get it going and, and making it, uh, making it happen, man. I hope you've had as good of a time doing it as I have. I've had a really great time and I just want to say thank you, Daniel, for bringing me on this journey with you. And, um, Thank you to everyone who listens. Had you it's, done uh, a nightly show before this? No, I or hadn't. Daily? And uh, no, I, I hadn't. I also hadn't really been on a podcast that I was lending my own voice to on a, on a consistent basis. So that was a new that was a that was a new journey for me as well. Um, yeah, man. I mean, maybe the best thing yeah. you'll end up landing some huge project and they'll be like, have you ever done a daily? And you'll be like, yeah, I did it for six yeah. months with this goofball from Rochelle, Illinois. Yeah. And, uh, and, and thank you to, to Lissa and Brendan and, and Ben and all the other people you mentioned as well. Cause it really is a group effort. Uh, we're a team. We talk all the time. Um, and, uh, it's, yeah, it's really been a, a great experience. Yeah, it's um you know, I think that uh I I've said this a lot to people. I've said this many times to the few people that it really matters, but you don't get anywhere in life, especially creatively, without people willing to believe in you and support you more than the scope of what you even know what you're doing. And so I've been very lucky in that regard. And, uh, and you're one of those people, dude. So, um, I feel the same way about you, man. I really oh, appreciate thanks. it. Thanks buddy. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who's become a part of the good night gang. We, we did it. Did we do it forever? No. But what is forever? I mean, maybe someday they'll make an ESPN doc about us called The Last Dance. <laughs> the Last Gang. The Last Gang could be pretty open-ended. Uh, the Last Good Night Gang. I don't know. But um, no, it didn't go forever. But that doesn't mean it wasn't great. You can put that on a poster. Um, let's take a quick little break. When we come back, we're still going to do our shows. Maybe they'll be a little bit weirder than normal, which is saying something. And also maybe they'll be a little truncated because there's things I'm going to want to tell you guys as we close out these last few episodes. But uh, at the very least, just know that um, no, I've said this before and I'll wrap it up with this. I can't do what I do without people on the other side of the stage or the, or the curtain it doesn't work you can you can you can learn to play a guitar and you don't need anybody else there but you can't do comedy without an audience the people who listen to these shows and come to live shows and now zoom shows it doesn't exist without you it might happen, but it won't have existed. It won't count. So to have people that will take a break from their own lives with all the shit we all have going on every single day and say, I'm going to invest 
my time in this other person's endeavor, or I'm going to even invest my money and my time or my energy and my money and my time because I enjoy what they're doing, you will never understand, A, the power that you have to make things worth it, and B, personally, what that means to me. So thank you. We'll be right back after this. Pierview Suites is a beachside boutique hotel on the central coast in Cayucos, California. It's located halfway between San Francisco and Los Angeles along Highway 1, just below Big Sur and the famous Hearst Castle. Their all-suite hotel combines the comforts of private residences with the amenities and services of a small resort, including ocean views, fine furnishings, private balconies, fully equipped kitchens, and daily housekeeping. Special pricing is available for any stay of 3 plus, 7 plus, or 30 plus nights when you call to book direct. As part of their continued commitment, to provide an outstanding guest experience, Peerview Suites is excited to announce the first phase of their hotel's largest refresh to date. Deeply rooted in Central Coast tradition, their unpretentious yet modern new look will enhance the tone of their beachside community with laid-back surf vibes. All suites will offer guests a space that is intimate yet luxurious, local but inviting, evocative of the rich history of Cayucos but in keeping with contemporary California lifestyle. They also feature an entirely virtual front desk with automated check-in, self-check out and mobile keys delivered to your smartphone for easy access upon your arrival. To explore the hotel and reserve your stay, please visit pureviewsuites.com and follow Pureview Suites on Instagram and Facebook for exclusive deals. Hey, we're back. And guess what? Tomorrow night is a live Pen Pals. And don't forget that tonight's a bingo. So if you already heard this message, we'll be talking about it on bingo. You, you, can, you can say, hey, I really loved the uh, hashtag holidays. If you got something negative, I don't know why you're at bingo. But you can keep the negative to yourself. But you could also see me tomorrow night for a live Pen Pals with Rory Scoville. And then Saturday night, we're live dumb people town with me, the Sklars, and Mike Berbiglia. And that's on Saturday at 6.30. The Pen Pals show tomorrow is Friday the 25th at 6 p.m. Go to danielvankirk.com and you'll probably find out that those are sold out. But you should at least check. If you want to be there, you should at least check. Okay, so let's talk about a couple of things. We've got a few minutes left here. We can run a couple of minutes longer if I want to because... I started Mrs. America. Have you watched this show, Noah? I've only watched a little bit. Did you watch uh, the first episode? Because that's all I did I've watch seen. the first. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Did I you? I mean, Kate Blanchett. Did she's you? Incredible. Yeah. Did you? Um, did you stop because you lost interest, or is it just one of the shows that got away from you? It just kind of got away from me. Yeah. Um, okay. I maybe lost momentum or whatever, but um, it, it's uh, it's really fantastic. And uh, we, with the EW podcast I worked on that we interviewed uh, Kate Blanchett and uh, it sounds like a really fascinating story. It's something that I hadn't heard of before. And um, it's, uh, yeah, John Slattery is great in it too. Yeah. I mean, it's got, it's got a great cast. 
Is he doing some sort of mouth prosthetic? Yeah, they're both wearing fake teeth. In fact, uh, she said that in sometimes when they would kiss, their fake teeth would get stuck on each other and they'd have to like untangle their fake teeth. Why? Why? I, I'm not 100% sure. Maybe for... Because I was like watching it and I'm accuracy. like, yeah, but her husband, they care so much about what her husband looked like that they're like, let's make sure that that mouth looks right. Like, would anybody <laughs> yeah, have been like, sure you know why. what? I tried watching Mrs. America. Never heard of the story before, but that is not what her husband looked like. And it took me out of the whole show. Like, doesn't yeah, it seem it's like weird? Yeah. Like, like, I, I mean, it doesn't. First of all, you do spend, you know, what takes you out spending the first 10 minutes trying to figure out what happened to him and why he looks different. It took me so long to be like, I think it's his teeth because mm-hmm. it changes the shape of his mouth. And so yeah. it, it makes his face look like it's hanging. It's so weird to me, but I really like the show. But I, but I literally thought it, I'm like, do that. Was the accuracy so important that John Slattery had to look like, oh, well, the teeth aren't right. No one's going to believe you're her husband. So weird to me. I watched That's a little weird. bit of the Emmys and every, what I saw, I thought was, I thought they did a great job with. Do you want to hear a funny story about the, Did you watch the opening yeah, of the Emmys? I did. So Jimmy Kimmel comes out, right? And then they're using all ar- archival footage of, aud- of people in the audience there. And they're obviously, it's obviously empty. This is obviously old footage, but not if you're Rosemary Van Kirk. <laughs> My grandmother thought that she thought to herself, what are, why are all these people together? And I said, grandma, you thought they were all there. You know, I didn't like ridicule or anything. He goes, yes, at first. And then he sees himself. And I go, is that when it gave it away for you? She's like, I started to think it wasn't real anyway. But yeah, when I saw him, I knew. And I just was like, Rosemary Van Kirk, you are the greatest thing I've got going. She's, <laughs> She bought in. It's amazing. I know. Um, you started Challenger Final Flight. Is that a series or a TV show? It's a docu-series. It's a four-part series. I, oh, okay. I watched it all in a couple nights. Um, as someone, I was I I was born a couple years after the Challenger uh, disaster, and so I've it's something I've heard about, but yeah. it's not something I lived through. It's not something I knew a whole lot about. But man, is this is just. It's packed with info. You learn all about um, the different crew members, and you learn all the backstory of of what happened and what, why it happened. It's really sad. It's really affecting. But um, I, man, I was I was really really moved by it. Awesome. All right, I'll check yeah. it out. Um, I've kind of been avoiding it just because I felt like it was more sad than interesting. But it sounds like you're saying it's pretty balanced, but also very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my own Rosemary Van Kirk Challenger moment. I, I remember when it happened. I was very little. It's one of the earliest memories I have. And they were showing the female astronaut speaking after it had blown up. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it was an interview. She was speaking before they left. But I thought one of them survived because she because it had blown up. But now I'm watching yeah. her talk. And uh, I remember my aunt came running into the room when I was yelling, one of them lived, one of them lived. She was like, what? And then she had to explain to me that basically how editing works, like this happened later or earlier than, yeah. But I'll never forget that because it it was like, I remember my mind being like, wait a sec. (laughs) 
Uh, I also watched the documentary, The Social Dilemma. Have you watched this, Noah? I'm going to watch it this week. Again, I've still been putting it off. It's, uh, we could talk about it for a long time. (laughs) I'm going to tell, this is what I'm going to say to everybody who I'm going to tell you right now. I get, I'm going to get to implore a few things over the course of this final week. Watch this show and ask yourself, how does this apply to me? Now, I'm not saying all, it's not all going to apply to you, okay? But let's say you're, you're, you're married, you're in a relationship, and you're watching a TV show like maybe Mrs. America or the Emmys, and your partner gets up to use the restroom or check on the macaroni and cheese spiral noodles and see how they're doing. Most people instantly check their phone just because they had to pause the TV show, so they'll check their phone. In those types of moments, ask yourself, not what do we do before phones or whatever, I should. what would I do if I didn't have a cell phone? Would I just sit there? Would I maybe pet the cat? Would I collect my thoughts? Would I think about what I need to do tomorrow? How much of that is your impulse to do those things? And then the last thing is, are you at least understanding how you're being manipulated by social media and your cell phone in your life? And then I'm saying, it might not be in every way. But I'll tell you, friends, this. If, if I, and this doesn't benefit me if any of you heed what I'm about to say, but I don't care. If I wasn't in the business of needing to use social media to promote the things that I'm doing, so that I can then have moments like the ones we're going to have tonight playing bingo. Uh, personally, I would not be on it. And what I would do, and we're going to talk about this over the next couple of days, is I would sign up for email newsletters from the things that I am interested in. And that's how I would keep up to date. You do what you want to do. But for a lot of you, if I was you, I would have no social media at all. There's plenty of ways to get your information and I don't think that they're the best ones. Um, All right. We've gone on long enough. Uh, I will breathe through a couple of these, but I'm not going to get to talk about them just because I want to thank you guys for doing this. A text from the 209 area code says, Hey, Daniel wanted to recommend woke on Hulu. It's very good. Um, It's got great music, delightful guest voices, and it's funny, but also topical. So thank you, 209. Check that out. 804 says, wanted, uh, heard us talk about Schoolhouse Rock and want to let you know that we can watch them all on Disney+. Plus. Enjoy. Thanks, T-Kid. An email from a listener named Andrea says, I came across Criminal United Kingdom on Netflix, and it's so good. Um, so uh, Criminal is a show that you could check out. There's one for Spain, France, and Germany that have also shown up. And uh, thank you, Andrea, for that email from a listener named Elise that says uh, she wanted to share a YouTube tra- channel that she recently discovered called Twin the New Trend. Has a ton of videos of 22-year-old twins, Tim and Fred. Um, yeah, I think we... That was the people who... The, the guys... Maybe I talked about a different show. But they were watching Phil Collins and it blew up. Their mm-hmm. Dolly Parton one of Jolene is phenomenal as well. So uh, Twins the New Trend is a fun little YouTube video. Thank you, or a channel. Thank you, Elise. Um, a text from the 504 area code 
says Karen Kilgariff's album Live from the Bootleg. I remember it when it happened, y'all. But it did do a re-release within the past year, so you should check it out. Thank you, Kevin, for that recommendation. And then the 518 area code uh, says hi to all of us and wanted to recommend a song called Did We Change off of the album Dimly Lit. Um, so uh, we'll play a little bit of this. Just a second of it. I'm in. So this is from Indian Likes, and the band or the song is called "Did We Change." I love it. That was nice. Um, and then uh, I won't have time, but we also have there's a new album from Gregory Porter. This is a text from the 508 area code that says "All Rise." Uh, all right, well we're gonna get out of here. Before we do, I'm gonna play a song for you that uh, I really enjoy. This is from Chicano Batman. The album is Freedom is Free. I recommend this entire album, but the song is called Past You By, P-A-S-S-E-D, Past You By. We're going to listen to a little bit of this, then I'm going to say goodnight, and I'll spend the rest of this week saying thank you. Tonight's episode of The Good Night Show was produced by Noah Eberhardt. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch-Solomon with production assistance from Lisa Rubin. The theme music was composed by Chad Bouchard and the artwork was created by C.M. Dugan. Check out more of his work at cmdugan.com. If you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at patreon.com slash thegoodnightshow. There you'll find our weekend edition as well as exclusive back page and mystery episodes plus so much more. There are three Patreon tiers available and the most comprehensive option is less than $10 a month. Sign up right now if you want access to all the things that we've done before it goes away but also it might not be i'll fill you in the good night show is not part of any network which means your support goes directly to the people and costs that keep this show on the air another way to support is to rate review and subscribe on itunes or also tell everybody how much you loved this little show thank you for listening i'm daniel van kirk and remember no man is a failure who has friends good night <laughs>